0: Friends and welcome to my treehouse. My name is Miss Adventure, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. And grab a hold of the rope ladder and climb on up to join me. Watch your step, and grab a cushion to sit on. Here at Miss Adventure's treehouse, I love having fun, being silly, sharing stories, making new friends, and in the process, learning what makes Jesus so special and what makes us so special to Him. Hi, friends. Oh, baby. Oh, so good to see you sorry I'm running a little late I couldn't find my glasses I didn't know you had glasses I thought owls had excellent eyesight oh uh, most of us do but not me I just went to the owl doctor a few weeks ago and found out I needed them I couldn't find them so I just flew on over ran into a thing or two on the way though it was a bumpy flight if you know what I mean I guess so. Well, now that you're here, my friend Emma has a question for you. Oh, sure. What is it, Emma? Hi, my name is Emma, and I am from Montana. I would like to ask Baby Owl, what is your favorite game you play with Shadow? Oh, that's an easy one. Hide and seek, for sure. I like to be seeker best. Know why? Why, Baby Owl? Because if I ever get tired of looking for Shadow, I know just how to make her come out so I can find her. Oh, really? How's that? Well, most kids are afraid of the dark. But not Shadow. She's afraid of the light. So anytime I go into the light, of the sun or the moon, she comes out of hiding. She doesn't want me to be alone in the light, misadventure. <laughs> I see. Well, that does sound fun. I think I see something else that's hiding from you besides Shadow. What is it, Miss Adventure? Your glasses. They're on your head, silly girl. (laughs) Sure enough. Thank you. That'll make the flight home so much smoother. Well, Baby Owl, would you like to hang around for our story today? It's about something else that goes missing. Sure, I'd love to. Great. Today's story is called Detective Dudley Doodle and the Missing Spots. But before we jump in, I need to say a thank you to a few people. First of all, thank you, Bertie, for sending me a picture of your drawing of Marty and Annie. It's so cute. And thank you and your brother Oslo and sister Sage for listening. And Emma, thank you for sending me your question for baby owl. If you would like to send me a question for one of our characters, ask your parents to get an audio recording of you asking that question and have them send it to me. And if you would like to send me a drawing, I would love that too. You can find my email address in the show notes. Okay, so let's get to our story. Today's story is called Detective Dudley Doodle and the Missing Spots. Let's go, friends. Detective Dudley Doodle, more than just a pretty poodle. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> Detective Dudley Doodle, master of Kung Foodle. <laughs> that's got a nice ring to it. Ayah! Ouch! No, no, Kung Fu is not my specialty. Detective Dudley Doodle, never a moment too dull. Oh, brother, making a slogan is harder than herding kittens into a swimming pool. Excuse, excuse me, excuse me, are are you Mr. Doodle? Dudley stopped sniffing the grass of the neighborhood park and looked over his shoulder as a beautiful white pup ran to meet him. Detective Dudley Doodle, fighting crime one clue at a time. No, no, that's not it. You, you are Mr. Doodle, and you are a detective. Yes, yes, miss, that's me. Are you okay? You look a little bumfuzzled, frazzled, worried. What's the matter, dear? I, I need your help. The breathless pup looked around at the blue sky through the treetops and then back down, obviously searching for something. Sit, pup, catch your breath, and then we can talk. There, there, good girl. Now, you're just a cute little, um, Labrador pup, aren't you? Dudley said as he circled the dog, slowly eyeing her from each direction. What's your name? Her tail wagged with anxiety, trying her best to remain calm as she sat. N- no, sir, I- I'm a Dalmatian. My name's Dotty. God, a case of puppy brain, I see. Dalmatians are spotted dogs, and you, my new friend, are definitely not spotted. She stood to her feet, unable to sit still any longer, and began pacing back and forth in front of Dudley, still searching everywhere with her eyes. My name's Dotty, Mr. Doodle, and I promise I am a Dalmatian. That's just the problem. My spots, they've gone missing. Dudley's head began spinning like a top in a tornado. Oh, wow, I've never dealt with anything of this magnitude. A spot-napping, how bizarre. He gave a funny look in Dottie's direction, as if to say he wasn't so sure he believed her. I'm serious, Mr. Doodle. Well, then, that only leaves one explanation. And please call me Dudley. You already know where they've gone, Mr. D I I mean, Dudley, you're the best detective I've ever met. I guess you're the only detective I've ever met, but you're still amazing. I didn't say that. Oh, well, then exactly what did you mean? What's your explanation? That, Miss Dottie, your spots have truly disappeared, and maybe even run away. Or you're one kibble short of a doggy dinner. Shaking her head, she said, I just told you that. Now what, Dudley? We begin our investigation. Detective Dudley Doodle, spot-hunting poodle. You just can't make these things up. Right over there, huh? This was the last place you saw your spots? Dudley asked as they stopped a few feet from a lady sitting on a bright white painted wooden bench on the shady side of the park. Yes, right there. I hopped up on this bench and was giving myself a bath. Even though I wasn't supposed to, I played in a puddle this morning and got really dirty. My human doesn't like me to come home all a mess, and I remember I had my spots then. How do you know you remember? As he listened for an answer, Dudley looked at the woman on the bench out of the corner of his eye, making a mental note of suspect number one in the spot napping. She had on black shorts and t-shirt, a book in her hand, a backpack sitting next to her, and looked harmless to the naked eye. He was grateful she didn't speak dog and therefore had no idea what they were talking about. Well, because I was... talking to them? Dotty whispered, looking at the ground, slightly embarrassed. You were what, Miss Dotty? I was talking to them. Each of my spots has a name, and I was talking to them. Very interesting, concluded Dudley. But by the way he said it, Dotty was pretty sure he thought she was a little crazy. It's a Dalmatian thing, she said, trying to look more sophisticated than she felt. Right, so you were talking to your spots. And then what happened, Miss Dottie? Did they say anything? No, silly, they don't talk, she replied seriously before realizing Dudley was joking. (sighs) Well, as I was stretching around to my hind legs to say good morning to Inky and Quidmire, (laughs) I got an itch. It was one of those that's hard to reach and really gets you going, you know? Where you wonder if your hind leg might just fly off your scratching so fast? Okay, Dottie. You don't have to tell me every detail, just the important ones. Oh, sorry, Mr. Dudley. I thought you wanted to know everything. It's quite all right. I guess better to have too much information than too little. Anyway, I've got a hypothesis. A hi- whats this? An educated guess, an idea what happened. If you can stick your tongue out, dear, I'll see if I might be on to something. That's strange, thought Dottie, but she was willing to do anything, even something silly if it would help her find her spots. She slowly stuck out her tongue in Dudley's direction. Uh Aha! I think I know what happened. What is it, Mr. Doodle? Your spots. You licked them clean off. I did? Oh, no! How how do you know? It's as clear as dried glue on a jellyfish. Your spots got stuck on your tongue, as I had suspected. They what? Oh, Dudley, no they didn't. My tongue has always had spots. This case keeps getting even more and more bizarre. Why is that so strange, sir? If we have spots on our fur, is it really that strange to have spots on our tongues? In fact, lots of other dogs do, too. Can I see your tongue? Dudley reluctantly opened his mouth and stuck his tongue out. It was a strange sight, Dudley presumed, seeing dogs sticking their tongues out at one another without panting. He glanced back at suspect number one on the bench and realized she was enjoying the show. Look! Your tongue is spotted, too! No, it's not! Well, it is now. Did you eat my spots, Mr. Doodle? Oh, heavens no, I surely would never. I didn't think so. Dudley took out his notebook and made his first note. Check in the mirror at home for spots on tongue. And then quickly changed the subject. So was this human? He paused and gave a knowing glance at the woman on the bench. Here when you were saying hello to Dinky and Squigmire. "'It's Inky and Quidmire, and no, I don't think so. "'I wouldn't have napped on the bench if someone was there.' "'Wait, wait, now there's a useful piece of information.' "'Taking out his notebook again, he wrote, "'Napped on bench. "'So you took a nap then, did you?' "'Yes, I always do after talking with my spots. "'There's so many, it's exhausting.' "'Dudley tried his best to keep his eyes from rolling.' And just exactly how many spots are we talking about, Miss Dottie? Well, um, let's see. There's Dot, Blackie, Sphere, he kind of sticks out a bit, being on my knee, Ruffle, Scruffle, Truffle, Stinky, Dudley squinted one eye in disbelief. So, exactly how many? 213. Oh, my, that's a lot of spots to go missing. Surely with that many, we would be able to find them right away. So you said, Miss Dotty, that you were napping here on this bench. Were your spots there when you awoke? I told you, Mr. Doodle, the last time I remember seeing them was before my nap. So I'm really not sure. He didn't talk to them again afterward. Or you would have needed another nap. Yes. Dottie smiled, glad that Dudley was finally understanding her. Okay, let's continue retracing your steps, then. What woke you up? Oh, that's easy. I woke up cold. I thought there must have been a tornado with how strong the wind was blowing. But then I realized it wasn't the wind. It was a really loud wind machine. A really loud wind machine? Dudley grabbed for his notepad again. Yes. I think I've seen my human use one like it to clear the leaves off the sidewalk at home. Oh, a leaf blower. How odd. Dotty, have you ever had one of those blow your fur before? Hmm, I don't think so. Usually I run and hide when my human gets that thing out. It's scary. Aha! That must be it. What? What is it, Dudley? Where are my spots? They got blown off. They must be spread across the entire park by now. Maybe even the whole city. <laughs> Dotty's body slumped to the ground in a heap. Inky, Quidmire, will I ever see you again? <laughs> now, now, Dottie, it's going to be okay. Maybe together we can find a few of them. Dudley said, putting his arm around her neck as she lay on the ground in a puddle of tears. She looked up. Really? You would help me? Of course, you hired me to find your spots, didn't you? Dotty wiped her eyes with her paws and slowly stood to all fours. Thank you, Dudley. Tell me more about these spot friends of yours, Dudley asked, trying to cheer her up as they began walking toward the sidewalk. Well, Sparkles is my favorite. She's not completely black, but she has some white flecks mixed into her. She's really pretty- Wait just a minute. Dudley stopped Dottie mid-sentence. You don't believe me? No, no, I do. I'm sure she's your most gorgeous spot. It's just that I see another clue. He used his nose to point to the ground up ahead on the sidewalk. What is that? It- Looks like white paw prints, Dudley. But what does that have to do with my spots flying away? Maybe it doesn't. Well, then let's keep looking for Quidmire and Flaky, then. No, what I mean is maybe it doesn't have anything to do with them flying away. Maybe something else explains your missing spots. You think a white dog took my spots? Dotty, come look. Do these paw prints look familiar? Hmm Dotty took her paw and stepped onto one of the prints. It looks the same size and shape as mine. And turn around, Dotty. Do you see anything as white as these paw prints back where we were? <gasps> the bench, Dottie said. But how did the bench grow paws like mine and walk? Or does the human on the bench have paws instead of feet? I have never heard of such a thing. Wait, where did the human go? Do you think she took off with my spots in her backpack, Dudley? Just as I suspected, Dudley said calmly. Look, Dotty, The woman who had been sitting on the bench just passed the two pups on the sidewalk. Take a look at her shirt. It's black and white striped. What does that have to do with anything? The back of it is black and white striped, Dotty, but the front isn't. That's a weird shirt. People are so strange sometimes, don't they know their fronts should match their backs? As if the woman had understood the two were talking about her, she turned around and stared at them. Slowly, she took a couple steps toward the dogs and bent down to their level with her hand outstretched. Are you a cute little lab puppy? she said. Your hand smells funny, lady. Dotty barked as she moved closer to sniff her. Why is it so white? Yes, I do believe we've found another clue. I don't get it, Dottie frustratedly barked at Dudley as the woman began petting her. The woman was sitting on the white bench. Why do you think the back of her shirt and shorts and hands have white on them? Dotty looked at Dudley having no clue what he was getting at. Her irritated barking made the woman stop petting her and began to walk away. She's getting away, Dudley, and you said she's got my spots. Go get her! No, no, dear Dotty, follow me. Dudley began walking quickly away from the lady and back toward the bench. Dotty, look at my paw. He lifted it to show her and then placed it on the bench. When he lifted again, his paw was covered in white. Ah! <sighs> the bench is magic. It makes things change colors. Oh, little puppy, you have so much to learn. Before he could see more, a short, round man with a bald head and a paintbrush in his hand startled them both. <laughs> Dudley noticed that he wore glasses on top of his hairless head instead of over his eyes like most humans. He stopped just short of the bench, dipped his brush in a can of white paint, and began painting a tree stump behind it. Interesting. Interesting indeed, Dudley stopped for a moment to think. Can you smell him, Dotty? He smells icky! That's the smell of paint, my friend. Have you ever smelled that before? Now that I think about it, that stink has been following me around since my nap. And I smelled it on that lady's hand that was sitting on the bench. Precisely, Dotty. I think I know what happened to your spots. Oh, Dudley, please do tell me I'll get them back. <laughs> yes, my dear, I do believe you will. Where did you say you played in the puddle this morning? Oh, uh, just over there by the fire hydrant. Dudley headed toward the puddle with Dotty in tow, unsure what clue the puddle now held in this mystery. Now, now, I want you to roll around in that puddle again, dear. Dudley, my human will not be pleased with me. It's okay. We'll get you cleaned up. Go ahead, give it a try. She put one paw in hesitantly, then jumped in full force, rolling this way and that, enjoying the splash of the water. Dudley looked on with a smile. Dottie, look! <gasps> my spots! They're Hi, Quidmire. So glad to see you, Inky and Stinky. They were here in this puddle the whole time? Dudley closed his eyes in disbelief and shook his head. No, dear. They've been on you the whole time. No, they haven't. You said so yourself when you called me a white lab. Do you remember your nap today, Dotty? Yes, I had the strangest dream. I dreamed I was getting tickled by a hundred fingered slap. Dotty, while you were napping, that gentleman over there was painting the bench you were sleeping on. And apparently, he should have been wearing his glasses on his eyes, not his head, because he didn't even see you. He must have painted right over you and covered all your spots in the process. That's why the woman who was sitting on the bench had stripes on her clothes and white colored hands. She was sitting on wet paint you rolled in the puddle, washed the paint right off. "'You didn't lose your spots, sweetheart. "'I do believe now that those can truly never be lost. "'They're part of you. "'You just couldn't see them for a moment.' "'Oh, Dudley Doodle, you're a case-solving poodle,' she whimpered. "'Thank you so much,' she said as she nuzzled him. "'You're welcome, my dear, and thank you.' Dudley Doodle, the case-solving poodle. It's got a nice ring to it. I'm so glad Dottie found her spots. She was so upset. I'd be the same way if I lost all of my feathers. Well, that's a funny picture in my mind, baby owl. You without feathers? That would be so strange. Those feathers are part of who you are. And so are Dottie's spots. You're right. They were there the whole time because they were part of her. Like Dudley said, she just couldn't see them for a moment. Is there something for us to learn about Jesus this time, Miss Adventure? Of course there is. Dottie still had spots even though she couldn't see them and didn't believe they were there. She believed that her spots ran away. That she had changed and didn't have her spots, something that God made specifically to be her and define who she was. they made her different than Dudley, and even different than any other Dalmatian, because her spots were very unique. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what about Jesus? Jesus made each of us unique too, baby owl. Some of us he made taller than our friends, and others shorter. Some of us are owls, and some of us are human. Some he made outgoing, and others he made quiet. Some are more silly, and others are more serious. Some of us he made boys, and some girls, and some are good at math, and some are good at art. And even when we don't see the reason why, or don't feel like we understand why he made us the way we are, it's still who we are, and it's who God wants us to be, because he's the one who made us that way. I see. So if I don't feel like I fit into the owl world, even if I try to be a mouse like my friend Little Mouse, I'm still an owl because God made me that way? You got it. But there's something even sweeter we can learn from Dottie and her spots. Oh boy, I like sweet things. (laughs) One of those ways God made us that can never change no matter how we feel is that he made us his children. He chose us and adopted us, even made us his friends. Once he invites us to be his children, and we accept that invitation and decide that our lives belong to him, we can never get kicked out of his family. Never? Not even if I do something really, really, really bad? Never. But let me tell you something, baby owl. We have this enemy we call Satan, and he doesn't like that we belong to God, nor that we know we belong to God, and he's very deceptive. What does deceptive mean? Deceptive means he's a tricky liar. Oh, okay. That's not a good thing to be. My mommy tells me to tell the truth always. But that is what he is, a liar. And when we belong to God as God's child, to stop us from living like it, Satan often causes things to happen around us that make us wonder whether we're really God's child or not, whether he really loves us. Do you remember Adam and Eve? Were they the first people? The ones who ate the banana in the forest? (laughs) They were the first people, and they did eat a piece of fruit that God told them not to in the garden. It was a beautiful, perfect garden where they walked and talked with God every day. But we don't know what kind of fruit it was exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, I like bananas. I hope it was a banana. Do you know why they ate that ban- uh, I mean fruit? Why? Satan came to them as a serpent and told them things to make them question God's goodness and love. He asked Eve if God really said they couldn't eat the fruit. And when Eve said, yes, we will die if we do, Satan said, you won't surely die. Instead, he told her that she would know things she hadn't known before, and she would be like God. Liar, liar, pants on fire! Which caused Eve to question if God was actually good. And if he really did love her, why would he not want her to eat something that would make her great? Satan didn't want her to be good friends with God, did he? He wanted her to be mad at him. You're right. And he fought her about it by starting lies in her thoughts. It's the same thing he does with us today at times. Someone may say something really hurtful to us. And that hurtful thing could cause us to start feeling unloved and then to start wondering if God even loves us. Or if we're even really his child to begin with. Or sometimes we do something wrong and we don't feel like God could possibly still love us. He should just be mad at us. But instead, even though that thing hurt God's heart, he says we can come back to him and he will forgive us and be close to us again. Wow! He's so kind and forgiving. He is. But Satan wants us to stay ashamed and let our sins stay in the way of us being close to God. It happens to me all the time. What do you do, Miss Adventure? How do you know it's a lie, and how do you remember the truth? Well, first, I remember that if something is causing me to believe that I don't belong to God, that's not true. I remind myself how Jesus died for me. Someone doesn't take the place of someone else and die for them if they don't love them. Then I remember how when I was 12 years old, I asked God to take away my sins and decided to follow him instead of my own ways and I take time to think back about how God has been working in my life since then. That's a lot of remembering. I also remind myself of something Jesus said, recorded for us in the book of John chapter 10. He said, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never die. No one will steal them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me, is greater than anyone, and no one can steal them out of my father's hand. So, just like Dottie's spots could never really not be part of her because they're who God made her, you are God's child, and that can never really not be a part of you? Nothing can ever take him away from you because the Bible says no one can ever steal you from his hand? No one. That's right, including Satan. He can tell me that I'm not God's, but he can't make that true. I can make myself dirty with sin like Dottie was dirty with white paint, but who I am inside doesn't change. I belong to God. I will always belong to God, and he always wants me to come back to him. And any other thoughts are lies. That's amazing. The best news ever. But we don't automatically belong to God. You mean God making me doesn't mean I belong to him? You're his creation, but you're not yet his child until you accept the gift he wants to give you. The gift of adoption, of being his special child. Is that what I did when I asked Jesus to forgive me for being selfish and sinful? And when you decided that he was worth giving your whole life to? giving up your sin-filled way for his way. We can't receive his gift if we want to keep doing things our way and living in our own sin. We have to trade God our sinful life for his perfect life. He trades with us. But we have to be willing to trade with him to receive his gift. Yeah, and misadventure, I've learned that his way is so much better than my sinful way that always makes me feel guilty and has bad consequences. And it's a lot more fun, too, Miss Adventure. It's like an adventure. You know all about that, don't you, Miss Adventure? Sure do. Friends, Jesus wants to give you this gift, too. He already paid for it on the cross with his life. If you're ready to receive that gift and trade being the boss of your own life for God being your boss, all you have to do is talk to him about it. Admit to him that you've done things wrong and not trusted him, and ask him to trade his life for yours. He's already there listening and waiting for you, and he's got amazing things ahead for you. Friends, don't forget, once you belong to God, nothing, and I mean nothing, can take that away. It's who you are, just like Dottie's spots are who she is. See you next time, friends. Bye bye